there is one today that I think we should be paying attention to because it could really change how we live in Vancouver and certainly the look of the Vancouver skyline. Well, today, three local First Nations expanded their plans for the Jericho lands. The concept was put together, of course, by the Musqueam, Squamish and Tsleil-Waututh, collectively known as the MST Partnership. And what they have proposed for the Jericho lands is a significant, a significant amount of density and some have said up to 13,000 homes for the property. And as when I read that number, I thought, what would the folks in West Point Grey think? Well, our next guest has been around a lot of developments in City Hall as well, uh, and she knows these issues very well. Frances Beulah covers politics and urban issues for the Globe and Mail, and she joins us now. Frances, thank you for speaking to us today. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's been quite an exciting day. Surrey, Jericho, what's next? <laughs> I know. It does not go away. So first of all, uh, this project itself, as it was released today, 13,000 homes. Uh, were you su- surprised by the size and scope uh, of the project? I was. I mean, you know, because my experience over the last 25 years is that um, developers come in high with something that they sometimes often know the city won't support. Uh, and so then when it gets reduced down to what, you know, was the more expected level and everyone goes, oh, great, you know, they gave something up and uh, the city lopped off some um, floors and, you know, we're happier now. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a project where they've come back and said, Actually, we're going to make it 50% bigger and we're going to add 11 stories to the tallest towers. (laughs) Like I just, I have to say, this is some moxie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In regards to uh, MST Partnership's relationship with the city, for our listeners, just want to clarify, uh, this partnership technically doesn't need any approval from the city i mean you do no 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 no. that's wrong that's wrong only the sanok project near the barard bridge that's the one that doesn't need city approval okay Okay. because it's reserve land but actually this land it's 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 being jointly developed uh by mst and canada lands corporation and it's sort of an agreement with the federal government about how you know the nations can kind of buy back their land and make a profit out, you know, buy it back at a certain price and and then try to make a profit on it um, with housing. So they do have to follow city rules. They have to follow city rules now. And and correct me if I'm wrong. There's there's a school potentially that we use at least room for a, a public school there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the current plan has a, a room for a public school. I have to say that means nothing in BC, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can you can schedule, you can um, set aside all the land you want for schools and the ministry will let several generations of people live and die before they build that school. But, you know, Olympic Village has room set aside for a school. Um, River District has room set aside for a school. Uh but anyway, yes, they have room set aside for a school, and good luck to them on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're still debating that the Vancouver School Board is looking at selling some property, and there's quite a bit of controversy in and around that. Now, mm-hmm. in regards to this project, now, someone will say, look, you need a, a high-density neighborhood for that part of the city here in Vancouver. Others would say, wait a minute here, it doesn't fit the look and feel uh, and character of the area. Uh, you've been through a lot of these. I mean, is this going to be a Um, uh, uh, quite the fight uh, in regards to just opposition to a project this size? 
It's gonna. It, it will be. I mean, this is this is going to be a big shock to a lot of people on the West Side, who, you know, for much of my career, there the the big debates whether a triplex would be allowed or, I don't know if you remember, there was a gigantic several years fight over. Uh, an empty block uh, having townhouses on it, you mm -hmm. know, at Sassamat and 8th. So this is enormous, you know, this is a huge change uh, and something that really the West Side hasn't had to look at at all before. I mean, you know, there have been things like this, like Joyce Collingwood over on the East Side, River District on the East Side, but it's been on industrial land kind of far away from... Or, or not, you know, right, right up next to kind of um, leafy neighborhoods. neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, leafy. Yeah, that's a good word for it. <laughs> that's I always. That's my go-to word when you don't want to go into <laughs> leafy. Leafy. I like that. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> no, please do. On. Please do. I know some critics have already referred to it as Metro Town by the Sea. Um, is this is the direction the city needs to go? Right? Maybe not. You can argue whether it should be this dense and this big with thirteen thousand homes, but reality is. We, ha we do have to get used to density, do we not? Well, the reality is we're accepting a lot of immigrants. You probably had that on the news all day today. Yep. Uh, we're accepting a lot of immigrants. The country is growing. The city, This city is growing. And you have a choice. You can let everyone spread out into farmland, you know, the way Calgary does. You could rezone your whole city and turn it into Paris, but I have yet to see a single uh, block of neighbors offer to have their, their block converted into Barcelona-style apartments. Or you can put a lot of density on various chunks of vacant land that still exist in the city. And that's, you know, that's largely what's happening. Then that's how Vancouver's dealt with it. It's just this is a much bigger project than we've seen before. But really how Vancouver has dealt with its housing issues for decades has been don't bother the existing neighborhoods, um, maybe put up, you know, allow some apartments on busy bus streets, mm -hmm. and then any chunks of empty land that come along will put pack a lot of density into there. And that's how the Concord lands got developed and the Bayshore and Joyce Collingwood and River District, and um, it's what's happening with um, the Pearson Dogwood lands uh, near um, Langara, uh, and that is Vancouver's pattern. And the only other option is to say we don't actually want any, we don't want any new newcomers at all. Please shut the gates. And I don't think anyone has figured out how to do that. Yeah, uh, I just want to switch uh, switch a little bit just to talk a little bit about Sinoc. Uh, that's of course the property on Squamish land uh, and the uh, mm -hmm. south side of the Broad Street Bridge. Uh, have you driven by there? How's it going? Yeah, I did just recently. I mean, you know, the crane is up, like the trees have been cleared along that kind of like it's such an oddly shaped piece of land that they're building on, right? Mm -hmm. So the first towers are kind of on this strip of land that's behind the weird fidget building that's there, you know, the three-pronged building. Yep. So there's three towers, I think it is three, uh, going in directly behind there on a pretty narrow strip of land. And, you know, they've, they've, they're digging, they're into the ground, there's a crane there, uh, and they're moving ahead like they're that... <laughs> Building is going to be up before any 
building at Jericho Lands even gets a de- development permit. Yeah, it is. I've been hearing from some that there is a small group of, uh, of those opposed, and they're on, and that they're on a regular basis, still opposed to what's already happening. Oh yeah, no, no, no. There, there's a a group of Kitsilano Point residents who are very unhappy about it and and feel that you know processes were not done properly, and that even though it is reserve land and Sanok can do what they want, that the city had more leverage than they're admitting uh, because. Sanok does have to connect into sewer and water, mm-hmm. uh, the city's sewer and water and road system. Uh, and um, they feel that, you know, the city could have exerted more control and has chosen not to. Uh, and for sure, they're they're opposed. Again, it's a very big change for a neighborhood that's kind of successfully resisted everything from basketball courts to bike lanes to tour buses for, for many decades. Yeah, and, I, and I, I encourage anybody to look at the sort of the, 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 the images that they that have been re- released publicly a few years ago. They are quite, it, it does look like Hong oh. Kong style skyscra- skyscrapers uh, in Vancouver. And it's going to be very interesting as the construction begins. Oh, no. I mean, it. it's going to be amazing to see the pictures of Vancouver once Sanok and Jericho Lens are built because that is really going to change the look of that west side waterfront quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Francis, thank you so much for your time. Look forward to having you on soon again. Okay, thank you.